Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. 6.30, Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by World of Spas, Edmonton's number one hot tub and swim spa dealer. The ideal place to start your daily vacation on Oilers Radio. 6.30, Chad. First intermission, Anaheim leading Detroit 3-0 early in the second period. Penguins up 2-0 on Minnesota. And with about four and a half minutes left in the first, no score, Montreal and Winnipeg. The Tentacles and the Stars face off shortly. And at 7.30 Mountain Time, Flames at 12.14 and 5 host the Panthers, who look very good beating the Oilers a couple of days ago. Hey, you can join New West Travel this June 14th for a 14-day Globus tour through the beautiful countryside of Newfoundland featuring the Iceberg Festival. Your New West Travel Newfoundland package includes flights, hotels, meals, and guided local tours to see Iceberg Alley, whale watching, and lighthouses along the coastal cliffs. Plus, meet the locals for Screech. I heard that has alcohol in it. Save $400 when you book by December 30th. Call New West Travel or visit newwesttravel.com. Reed Wilkins in for Bob Stoffer today. And I'm for the second time this, both times I filled it on Oilers Now, I got to talk to this guy. He's presented by Horse Racing Alberta. Come experience live standard bred racing at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino every Friday and Saturday. For more, go to thehorses.com. It's Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff. Hey, Frank, it's Reed. How are you? Hey, Reed, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. You you got a great connection. It sounds like you're in the room with me. It's almost like we, yeah, I do this all the time. <laughs> That's like a- I get to hear Bob like in my ear. It's kind of weird. That, that would be weird if it happened too often. Yeah. Uh, yes. you, are you in Philly right now? I am uh, getting ready for Monday Night Football. I was going to ask you, I, I think Jalen Hurts is going to play. That's the last I saw. How How Eagles crazy is Philadelphia right now? Uh, pretty crazy. I have, uh, I have my Christmas lights out front green and, uh, white tonight. If that gives you any indication. (laughs) Oh, geez. You have, first of all, you can change the colors of your lights. I can, uh, I have a little app and you can, they're like little LEDs. You can change them. First of all, that's incredibly impressive. Next level. That's, that's next level. That's next level. It's mostly, it's, it's really just because I'm lazy. I got one of those like permanent. (laughs) Uh, Christmas lights things where you just they come and do it one time and you never have to go outside and hang Christmas lights again mostly because I don't trust myself on a ladder uh, I'm with you right there that's I am not a handy guy luckily I have a, a father who is uh, very handy and loves doing that kind of stuff so uh, I'm a good assistant when needed if I have stuff to do around my house I'm like hey do you want to help me with this and then he usually does it and I nice. try to watch and learn okay so just because I, I, you know, I, I love talking about other cities and other communities. So, Eagles, you know, Super Bowl contenders. What, mm-hmm. what's the hierarchy right now for uh, the the teams people are following there, or how happy or unhappy they are with the other clubs? Uh, it's pretty clear pecking order here. It's Eagles one, far and away. Phillies two, Sixers three, Flyers four, and. Look, it's really funny because the expectations are so high with this team getting to the Super Bowl last year and anything less than that will be viewed as failure. So 10-3 and losing the last two games to two of the contenders in your own conference, 
doesn't leave anyone feeling good despite what the record says and they'll be in the driver's seat to win the division tonight if they win against the Seahawks but that doesn't really make anyone feel good <laughs> I love that could be 11 and 3 and don't quite feel good enough that's great uh, Seahawks my favorite team who have very little they're good but they're not great I don't think they're good enough to win tonight but uh, even if Hurts is sick uh, anyway thanks for that update appreciate that hey uh a couple uh, about a month ago, Chris Knobloch was the uh, least experienced guy, or the the, the uh, shortest tenured coach in the NHL with his team. Now he's only the fourth short, shortest. Another guy goes today. What's your impression of the change with DJ Smith out and Jacques Martin in in Ottawa? Kind of felt like the inevitable. Reed, I mean, the longer the Sens continued to hang in the basement of the Atlantic. Another team that entered this year with pretty significant expectations. I think a core that pretty much universally when you look around the league is really well respected with the building blocks that they have in Tim Stutzla and Brady Kachuk and Thomas Shabbat and Jake Sanderson. And, you know, you go through the whole group and there's so many guys to be excited about. Drake Batherson. And they've kind of continually underperformed time and time again. And... I think the real damning part for the Sens, which is is abundantly obvious that Steve Steos, their president of Hockey Ops, who spent last season with the Edmonton Oilers, um, I think they were loath to make this change. But it got to the point where they had to do something. And you look at it now, I think my only criticism would be it's it's great that you did it and made the coaching change after DJ Smith was one of the longest tenured in the league, his fifth full season behind the bench, that it kind of seems like not doing it five weeks ago before you went to the Global Series in Sweden has kind of cut the legs off of your season. They had a 40-plus percent chance to make the playoffs five weeks ago. Now they're down to 11. And I saw some people say on social media today, oh, well, what were the St. Louis Blues in 2018-19 when they went on to win the Stanley Cup? When they made their coaching change in January, what was their chance to make the playoffs? For perspective, Reed, it was 22% then, which is double what the Sens are right now. And that was the longest of long shots to not just come back and make it, but to win the Cup. The Sens it kind of feels like their season's over already, even with the games in hand that they have. I don't see a lot of upside for this team to make the playoffs. I just had a great chat with Craig McTavish. He's in every Monday about the profession of coaching, the, the instability, the continued quest to try to get your message across and He's all that type it. of stuff. Sorry, did you have something there? No, I said he's he's lived that. Oh, yeah, he's he's lived that. And, and I mean, you and I are lucky that that we get to interview coaches, players, and 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 managers. <laughs> In your experience, like if a coach or a manager looks back on a firing, and I'm sort of putting you on the spot here, but like, is there a common thread where you say to yourself, "Okay, yeah, the 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 coach failed to do this, or the message was lost because of this, and that's why they had to do something," or is it is it just so different with every team? I think the one common thread is that you're banging your head against the wall and you're getting the same results. You feel like you're changing your lineup. You've made a trade here or there. You've tried to have a team meeting, a closed door meeting, whatever it might be, different things to spark your group and you're not getting it. And 
I think the tough part for the Sens is they've had bad starts every season, pretty much. It's been that's been the hallmark of DJ Smith's tenure. The last couple years, they've been one of the best teams in the league in the second half. And maybe they can hang their hat on that this time around with this group. But it's easy to play well when the pressure's off. Like if no one's expecting you to do anything, if your season is more or less already mathematically over, like of course it's easy to play well. I want to see that group, that team do it right from Jump Street when they've got a chance to make it. And I'll be real curious to see what they do behind their bench now because Jacques Lemaire, uh, as uh, as much um, time as he's had um, in the NHL, uh, and I called him Jacques Lemaire, it's Jacques Martin, um, as much time as he's had in the NHL and specifically in Ottawa as their franchise leader in games coached and wins, I don't know that he's long for the job. I think this is just a temporary stopgap to to maybe settle things down and then hand it off to the next guy. I wonder if Daniel Alfredson could be that guy and what that might mean for the Sens moving forward. All right, I'll, I'll ask you the most pessimistic question I could ask you for a look around the NHL. Whose coach, whose seat is the hottest now? Man, I was just asked this on <laughs> Friday night on Sportsnet, and my answer is in New Jersey. Um, I, I first said DJ Smith, and I said I don't think it's anywhere near the percolating stage because if you actually sort the playoffs today and the standings by points percentage, the New Jersey Devils are right there. They're real close. Uh, they're still on the outside looking in, and it's a team that – for many, they viewed as a trendy Stanley Cup pick. I know a couple people on our staff at Daily Faceoff had picked the Devils to win the Cup this year. I thought it was a big leap to take for such a young team, and I don't think their defense is quite there yet. And yes, they're 7-3 and three in their last 10, and they've dealt with a slew of injuries this year. I think the big thing for me is they play down to their opponents a lot. And... When you give up, you know, you get waxed by the Ducks on home ice. When you give the the San Jose Sharks their first road win of the year, that to me is a pretty troublesome sign. And so I'd say in a lowercase way, I'm keeping my eye on Lindy Ruff and and the the New Jersey Devils. Interesting, which is... uh... Which is kind of ironic, given the way how last year went. They, the fans wanted him out after, mm-hmm. like, the fourth game, and then he was one of the best coaches of the year. couple more for Frank Cervelli from Daily Faceoff. And uh, dare I repeat the question you're getting asked dozens of times. Is there any movement or potential for movement in the goaltending market? Because, of course, that relates heavily to the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, I do think that there's been some conversations in the last... 48 to 72 hours. I don't get the sense that anything is close to imminent on the Oilers front. I think a number of teams have been looking around in terms of backups or third goalie type insurance pieces. I think one of those teams that comes to mind with Phoenix Copley's injury is uh, the LA Kings. Uh, The Red Wings have been carrying three goalies, but two of them actually went down tonight in Billy Huso and Alex Lyon. Uh, James Reimer, their third guy, is actually in net right now, which is a sort of fascinating development. I've been saying for a while this is a three-goalie league. You really need all three guys, and I think the Oilers have been pretty fortunate to get uh, what they've gotten out of Cal Pickard in, in the sense that they're – 
things have been upside down for them this year. You know, Jack Campbell, he can't get the job done. He gets sent down. You need someone to help tide you over. Stuart Skinner found his game again. Cal Pickard's given you a couple decent spots uh, that he's been picked to start in. And now they, they have to figure something out for the long term. I don't, I don't think anything, and these are famous last words, I don't think anything is, is front of mind, front burner, before the trade freeze kicks in at 11.59 p.m. local on Tuesday night. But um, I do think that there's lots more to come on the goalie front on the back end of that trade freeze. Okay, I got one more for you as, as the Monday Nighter has started, so I know you need to shift your focus here. But I, I, I texted you about this earlier today, and I got the sense from your reply where, that you were like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one. The, the, the World Juniors in Canada uh, inspire mania. <laughs> yep. The the American World Junior team, I mean the last 15 to 20 years has been right up there. Is does the tournament have a foothold? Do people have people noticed the World Juniors in the states or is it still just for the hardcore hockey fan? I wish. It's still <laughs> mostly just for the hardcore hockey fan and part of the reason for that is the only way to get the games is on NHL Network and so few people subscribe to NHL Network here in the US that it's kind of rather difficult to watch like i said it's just the the hardcore fans that already know it and they treat it like the holiday tradition that it is but having worked at at tsn for so long and had been to so many world juniors i understand the the uh the hype i i get why it's such a big deal it's my some of my favorite hockey that i watch all year long um and I kind of miss going to them on a yearly basis, to be honest. The first one I went to was in 2008 in Czech Republic. So uh, it's been a while. I miss it. And uh, I wish it caught on here in the U.S. kind of like it is in Canada. It's the perfect holiday uh, you know, year in, year out tradition. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, Frank, it's been fun for me to fill in for Bob a couple times and get to chat with you. In fact, I would say that it never Jalen Hurts to talk to you. Ah, oh, well, there you go. Thanks a lot, Reed. Good Merry, to chat. Merry Christmas. You too. Frank Cerevelli, provided by Horse Racing Alberta. He's on uh, Oilers now a couple times a week. Reed Wilkins in for Bob today. Bob will be back hosting the show tomorrow, leading into the game between the Oilers and the Islanders. A reminder, some guests of the show get gift cards to Japanese Village, Edmonton's favorite places to celebrate your special occasion. Try a Wagyu steak today. 20 after 6, uh, we'll uh, update some other things going on around the NHL. We'll bring in Dave Campbell. We still have the farm report ahead with Colin Chalk. Oilers now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Reed Wilkins in for Bob Stoffer today as Bob traveled to New York with the Oilers. Oilers now presented by World of Spas. Aching after a long day? World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas. The three R's. Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. You can call us on our River Creek Resort and hotline. What did I say there? I didn't say that properly. Call us on our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline. There you go. Don't forget there's a casino there. 780-496-0063. The River Cree Resort and Casino. Excitement. Bet on it. 
That same number is our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted with Ashley Fine Floors, 143rd Street and 111th Avenue, open Monday to Saturday. 780-496-0063. Hey, Dave. Rito. Uh, Eagles are so Hertz is playing. Eagles are on yes. the fourteen yard line, first drive of the game. He is playing, and it looks like Geno Smith's going to play as well. That's the uh, he's active. That's the scuttle, but yeah, and they, I mean, they were. Oh, you know what? Here it is. Drew Locke starts. Locke is starting. Okay, uh, Geno Lewis is active, but Drew Locke will. Geno Smith. Geno Lewis plays for us. Oh yeah, I, I've done that several times. Geno though. Smith, so it's okay. I've I've confused my Genos. <laughs> anyway, Locke is playing tonight, and uh, Jalen Hurts. All he's done is drive the Eagles right down the throat of the Seahawks. Yeah, it's not good. No, well, for the Seahawks, it's not good. For Eagles fans, Tony Brar from Oilers Plus likes the Eagles. Oh, does he? Yeah. Well, no one's perfect, so anyway, it's okay. <laughs> it's the only Eagles fan I know. Hurts. Hurts was so ill. And apparently he got really it got he got worse according to reports yesterday. He traveled separately. They kept him away from the team. Oh so yeah, that's right. He had his own. I don't know if he had the whole plane to himself. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, it's the NFL. They're just swimming in money. Phil Mickelson flew him. <laughs> All that live tour money. Who was the guy the the tight end that had his own plane? The guy that the Seahawks traded for. How am I forgetting his name? They got oh. it from the Saints. Oh. How am I forgetting this guy's Jimmy name? Graham? He was an awesome player. What's that? Not Jimmy Graham. Yes, Graham. Is it? Yes, he flew when he lived near Seattle. He lived down the coast and he flew a seaplane. That's to right. Work. That's how he commuted. That's right. Which Just has pull- nothing to do with Jalen Hurts. Just pulled up to the harbor there and, you know, got an Uber or a limo or something like that. They've had the ball for half the quarter, That's the crazy. Eagles have. Their second and goal on the Seahawks three, and they will now be third and goal from the Seahawks three after a stuffed run. Amazing. Uh, our Oilers now headliner each day, presented by Wilhawk Beef Jerky. I saw Trent Wilhawk at, uh, after the Tampa Bay game. He was not happy. It's the best you've ever tasted. Search for W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. I always want to spell my own name when I start saying that, W-I-L. Dave, I want to talk to you more later. Okay. Because there's a, there is a football topic I want to ask you about. Oh, okay. I like but, those. But we'll we'll leave it at that right now. The Oilers Now Injury Report, brought to you all season long by James H. Brown. Injury lawyers, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Jalen Hurts is fine. He runs in for a touchdown. Uh, of course, Dylan Holloway remains uh, out for Edmonton until after Christmas, and uh, we'll see how long after that. All right, we'll get an update on Campbell, Broberg, and uh, some of the farm team stories with Colin Chalk from the Condors when we get back. Read in for Bob today on Oilers Now.